listeners, welcome to Divinely Driven Results, show where you are going to learn and implement divine strategies for real results in your business. And I want you guys to ask yourself, what is your sales process and how automated is it? Because it's really important that we have a lot of pieces to our sales process that are efficient and effective and not just a lot of pieces because <laughs> sometimes we get those two things confused. And so if you have any questions about automating your sales process or having one, you are on the right show here today because I've got the lovely Claire Winson with me today. So Claire is our, uh, she's an offer strategist and conversion copywriter. So Claire, please tell us a little bit more about yourself and what you do. Yeah. So I'm a homeschool, homeschool mom. I live in Northern California and um, I'm an offer strategist and conversion copywriter. And that has been a process. So my background is in public relations and strategic communications. And just as the years went on and businesses changed, I just found this niche for myself um, where you could really see the bottom line, really could really change the bottom line of the women that I work with. And I just have a heart for moms and women in business who really probably spend a lot longer on social media than they should. Um, and just I'm on a complete mission to help them automate their sales system so that they can live a life that's more intentional, so that they can dive back into their families, into their communities. Um, clients of mine foster and adopt and do missions trips and um, ministry. And so there's other things that they want to do instead of being on social media all the live long day. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. I love your mission and I love what you stand for. I mean, it's very near and dear to my heart as well. So that's really cool. How did you get into what you're doing, especially around the um, copyright piece of that? Right. So the PR part I've been doing or had been doing for over a decade, and I loved that. And I always felt with public relations that I could you know, go out and change the world and you could do it from internal, you know, instead of being maybe an activist, I could do it internally inside of businesses. And so I had an opportunity to work with amazing businesses and a big, big portion of that, at least what I was doing was writing. And so you have to understand two, two sides, you know, your client and then who are they speaking to? And then how do you use language to, to, persuade or convince or to have a discussion with and to get this other side to the table. And so there's a lot of similarities with the sales copy. And then just as I slowly came out of PR, I looked at other types of writing that I could do. And so I went through blog writing, um, writing articles. Um, I've written just about anything that you could, you could name. I've written um, and just slowly just saw that where where the value was, where people really needed the help, I could make a bigger difference in sales writing. And so that's how it slowly became sales copy and not web copy and not articles, but, but sales driven copy. Awesome. So talk to us about just sales process in general, why it's important to have one and what's most important to have in a sales process. Okay. I think a lot of solopreneurs and small business owners um, whether you've been, whether you're new or being around for a while, get terrified by sales. And so, and we know that we need to build relationships first, right? And this no like and trust factor. And I think that sometimes we get so sidetracked by that and it's safe. It's safer to meet somebody for a coffee date or a virtual, you know, Zoom conversation than it is to try and sell your services. And, and it backfires. Eventually, you know, you might get a client, but 
unless you're really looking at sales specifically, and it doesn't have to be icky because that's like a spectrum where you're not selling at all because you're just trying to build the relationships and where you're trying to do this icky sales and neither one of them work, um, but really understanding the value that you and your product have and owning that and that's okay and selling that is okay because you're going to help someone with a solution and you really need to get out there and and be able to speak to people um to be able to sell and a lot of people can't do that to get on a call or something and they freeze up or they feel uncomfortable about it and automating your sales takes that away because now we can we can have all of that done in writing when you feel calm and when you feel uh, empowered to write about it versus getting on a sales call, choking up and not actually be a, you know, being able to sell your offer. So automating that whole system has this added benefit where you don't have to do it face to face and you're not really feeling confident and we can get rid of all of that. Awesome. That's so neat. And I love how, as I was talking to Claire, you know, we were kind of doing a little bit of an audit on my side for just a second. And, and she asked me like my stats, like my numbers of how my, my emails and things like that in my sales funnel is performing. So talk to us about that. What are people looking for to know that they're actually get, getting a good return on investment with either maybe a copywriter that they have currently or their own copy? Such a good question. Um, so different, there's a couple of different types of funnels that you could have in place. And so when I talk about automating your system, that is a funnel. So where do they start? Where do they come into that? Their first landing page and the emails that they go through, getting to a sales page and then buying. And so maybe you start with a webinar or maybe you don't have anything. You've just got that sales page. Uh, maybe it was a summit that started the whole thing. But each different type of funnel has its own numbers. Um, in general, and this is really just a general generality, if you've got your own numbers, if you've launched before, if you've got an email list, you'll have these numbers. So use your numbers. But generally, a 3% to 5% even buy rate on a sales page is what you're looking for. And so that means that for every 100 people who come to your page, at least three are going to buy. If you don't have that kind of a number, then we have to say, all right, there's something wrong here. It's either something written on the page. It can be design. Um, it can be a design problem. It's less likely, but it can be. And it can also be an offer problem. Um, it could be like how it's being described, the offer, or it could be we could turn it into a more irresistible offer. And that's where the offer strategist in me comes from because I realized that I can write but I can only write about the offer that is actually being offered. So we want to create an irresistible offer. It's two pieces of that puzzle. Mm -hmm. So if you know what those numbers should be, um, looking at like at least a 20 to 25% open rate on your emails, um, a one to 3% click through rate, if you've got a link inside that you need to click through. When you analyze and see those numbers, if they're not hitting the mark, the person who you've hired, if that is their job to do that, you want to check before you hire them that they're going to stick with you through that. Because just because I'm a copywriter or I have certain experience, um, I'm certified in from FG Society in funnel building as well, um, doesn't mean that we hit it out of the park every time. But it does mean that I'm going to find where the problem is and I'm going to fix it. Sometimes we have to launch first. Okay, that obviously makes sense to get those numbers. And then we might see, all right, well, we could have gotten 
a better engagement in this email, I'm going to change a subject line. I'm going to tweak some of these things. I can use my experience to go through and say, okay, well, I think we could make this offer more robust if we did this. Uh, we can change headlines and that kind of thing. You don't want to hire somebody who's just going to give you copy and run for the hills because they should really be able, they should be held accountable to some extent for what they've created. So you're not just throwing money, um, just money after, you know, money and not getting a return on your investment. It might take a journey. It's a journey, might not happen right away, but they should be around for the long haul. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, one of the things that you just said is, and this may really like get people down in the dumps, but it's realistic. And that's the thing is that if there's a hundred people that come to your website or landing page or whatever that may be, you need to be able to convert three to five of those. And when you're first talking about that, you're like, oh man, only three to 5%. But the thing is, is that I love that, that she is just going to be real with you, right? There's really no point in, in getting your hopes up and, and thinking that it's going to be like super easy. And it's like, oh, we'll have it right on the very first landing page. And there's going to be 500 people right off of, off the bat and all that. Um, that's the truth that I think that is so important to have in business this day and age mm -hmm. is that there's so many lies. There's so many like false truths out there. So I think that that's awesome that you're willing to be that upfront with your clients and with your audience and all of that. So um, what would you say is the, you know, if someone is creating their own copy for themselves, especially conversion copy, because we all need that, right? Uh, what is like the one or two golden tips that you would give them in creating and writing their own copy? Mm -hmm. um, chances are, one of the biggest things, I think just in DIY copy, um, I've had a group where, um, I think it was on Thursdays, you could put your, your copy down and I would give feedback. And so I could see what DIY copy mistakes were happening. And one of the biggest ones is um, writing too little. I think we think in our heads, you know, it's, it's like being inside. Um, it's the danger of, of being inside too much and not being able to see the outside is we don't write as much as we really need to write to answer all the questions. Um, and so it's kind of like, well, this is the, the, the features and the benefits, you know, this is what the, it's a course and it's six weeks and it's $297 and you have to sign up by this, this date kind of a thing. So we don't really understand or, you know, get into the depths of it. You have the workbook, you have the videos, you've got the PDFs and all that stuff that you've created, but they can't see that. They don't know. And so just having, um, you know, just it's a workbook or it's a course or it's videos doesn't mean anything because we don't care whether it's a workbook or videos or course. What we care about is the result that we're going to get at the end. Yeah. It matters if it's a course and if it's videos and if it's, you know, self-directed or if it's going to be you know, mastermind one-on-one, -on -one, that stuff does matter. So put it in there, but it doesn't matter as much as that result is. I want to know what the basic skills are that I'm going to get from taking this offer. And then I want to know what the benefits of having that skill is. And that's more important than all the rest of it. It's more important even than the price, because if you're delivering value and you're solving a big problem, the price is less important than you think it is.
Yeah, absolutely. I know that we teach our clients that there's a huge difference between features and benefits, right? Like you can say that it's a six week course and for those logical people, that's great. But then when you say, so you can, you know, so that you can get that quick start that you need and then you're on your way or so that you can learn this in a really good time frame, like whatever that may be of adding that in there, just like she's talking about this. So you can is the benefit and that's that end result that they want to have. So, and I, you know, it's really interesting. I hope you guys are taking notes on this. She said that that is actually more important than the price. So many times we get in our head of like, oh no, it's the price and that people can't afford me or all this kind of inner dream stealer stuff. Like we like to call it here uh, at Divinely Driven Results, but it's really about that end result that they want. So mm-hmm. how do you, how do you convince them of that end result, especially if maybe nobody's ever gone through that program before? Yeah, that's an excellent question. So really sales copy is a format thing that you can, um, you can learn, you can totally learn this, but it starts with just being emotionally connected with them. So you understand, you're showing that you understand what they're going through. And there's a really good chance that you've gone through that as well. So you might be talking about your own experiences. And then you get into all that logic driven stuff, which is the features, um, the benefits and the features and, and the actual things that are inside your, your offer. Um, and then scattered throughout that page, now, if you do have any testimonials or any reviews or anything like that, that is definitely going to show it. If you have never offered this before, you can even use stats or quotes or stories that showcase that it's super important um, that they that they're able to do such and such a skill. Um, and then just I would suggest beta testing. In fact, I don't take on a client who hasn't beta tested their offer yet because I need all of this stuff. I want to know that it works. You're going to put a lot of money and time and effort and blood, sweat and tears to get this going. Beta test it first and get those results, even if it's just with one or two people. And then you can showcase that you've actually, you've gotten those results, you know, don't worry so much about helping a hundred people, just little by little help a couple of people get those results and then we can scale it. And I think I really, that's where I come in with my clients if I'm doing one-on-one and that's to scale a process that you already know works. Mm-hmm. Oh, so powerful. These have been just golden tips for us to really think about whether whether we are doing it on our own or whether we are working with another copywriter or we want to hire amazing uh, Claire here. Like we definitely want to keep all these things in mind. So so Claire, if they want to lear- learn more about you and what you're up to, where can they go? My website is graphiteandgrace.com. And you can pop over there. You can find out more about my one-on-one services. I offer done for you services or done with you services as well. And also some um, DIY resources to help you set up your own sales page and your own funnel as well. But you'll, all, you'll find it all there and you can book a call and, and get to know me as well, right from my web, website. Awesome. Graphite and Grace, right? Yeah, graphiteandgrace.com and also on Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash graphite and grace. Thanks so much for your time today. Thank you so much. Awesome. We will see you guys later on Divinely Driven Results. Mm-hmm.